Hello, and welcome back to Black Summit's Market Commentary Podcast, where we explore current market dynamics and forces shaping global economic, geopolitical, and financial developments. My name is Eleni, and this is Ethan. Welcome back. This week, we're planning on circling back to retirement. In our last episode about retirement, we outlined different retirement accounts and basics of tax advantages and how contributions differed from one another. Today, we're going to focus on the process of retirement. Your age plays a significant factor in how you should invest for retirement. If you're starting to save at a young age, you can afford more risk. So generally, if you're willing to risk more, you can generate more gains. You can also lose more. Because you're young, losing a lot of your wealth won't matter as much and you can replenish it later especially since you're most likely to get a better paying job the older you get. The older you are, the less risk you should, you should put on the line. So you won't lose it all right before you retire. So what does it look like to risk more? Invest a higher percentage of your savings into stocks and less into bonds. Stocks have the benefit of volatility, raising their values higher than bonds could. However, if there is a market downturn, you could be hit hard. That's why investing some savings into bonds could be a good idea. Bonds will give you a fixed return on your investment, which will not give much interest back in return, but will benefit from being more secure. Say a market crash were to occur and a company you invested in went bankrupt. The first financial obligation that company has is to pay back the bondholders and the interest they deserve. Next, they would pay back the preferred stock shareholders and then the common stock shareholders. Preferred stocks give a fixed dividend back to the shareholder. Preferred shareholders will get paid after bondholders, but before common shareholders. A good way of looking at it, which was explained to me, was say a company was a plane. All of the bondholders are positioned near the nodes. Preferred shareholders were in the middle, and common stockholders are in the back. If a plane starts going down, the first thing they would want to do is pay off the bondholders so they can parachute off the plane first. That would give less weight to the nose of the plane and hopefully bring it back up. If that doesn't work, they should pay off the preferred shareholders next so they can get off. The plane may still be going down even after that. That's where common shareholders will be paid last. But by then, the plane may have already crashed, and all the common shareholders would lose all of their investment. I think that's a great way to look at it. And investing in bonds when you are in retirement holds a completely different meaning compared to when you're not. Can you explain that a little more? Yes. So what I mean is for people who aren't yet retired, bonds build wealth and they help diversify the portfolio by providing less risk, like you had mentioned before. Their main purpose is to outgrow inflation while protecting against stock market declines. Okay. And how is it different for a retiree? For retirees, bonds serve the purpose of providing income. They could use their returns, but coupons from high-quality bonds are much simpler. Treasuries are also a safe bet because they are guaranteed by the U.S. government and never default. Wow. I never thought about the different 
purpose bonds could hold in a portfolio based on the investor and their goals. Another limit on investing for retirement are contribution caps. In our last episode, we talked about different limits based on different accounts. So what do you do after you max out your contributions? In a 401k, you can contribute $19,500. So after you accomplish this for the year, what can you save for next? This is based on your goals. You have put savings for retirement as a priority, which is great. So find something else you want to achieve. Do you want to save for your child's college? Save for another small business you want to open up? Or maybe save for that dream vacation? The best way to accomplish these goals is to assign a dollar amount and a timeline to these goals so it can be measured and you know how close you are and what you need to do to achieve it. A great way to invest for education is with a 529 plan where they are focused solely on education and it is tax advantaged. More flexible ways to invest include stocks and funds like we talked about before. Yes, it is also notable to mention that these are taxable accounts and this strategy includes capital gains tax when you make a profit. The bottom line with saving for retirement and saving for anything else is establishing goals. If you have your goals set and do not know where to get started, a financial advisor could be of great assistance. Absolutely. Just a simple conversation can go a long way. Come back next week to learn more. This concludes the Market Commentary with Black Summit. To learn more or get in touch, visit our website, blacksummitfg.com, or our Facebook page, Black Summit Financial Group. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. The views mentioned do not reflect the views or opinions of Black Summit FG. Clients of Black Summit Financial Group may maintain positions in securities discussed in this podcast. We do not recommend any securities or options mentioned, nor is this a research report or investment advice.